Products containing codeine will be pulled from pharmacy shelves this week. So from Thursday, the 1st of February, codeine painkillers will only be available with the doctor's prescription. Now, this affects all pain relief medications that are mixed with codeine, so the likes of Nurofen Plus, Mesindol, Panadine Extra. The change comes after an expert panel ruled it was the best way to protect the public. And the panel cited a few statistics. It said there are an estimated 600,000 Australians misusing over-the-counter codeine medications each year and up to 100 people die each year from overdose and abuse. I want to look into those figures a bit more in a moment. But the basic ruling was codeine products are addictive and taking them can be harmful. And uh, so they're making them... Prescription only. Pharmacists around the country fought the government's decision. They made a series of suggestions ranging from smaller packets to warning stickers. They even implemented a computer system in 70% of the nation's pharmacies that allowed codeine sales to be tracked in real time. And sales did fall, but the government stood firm. And this week, we will see the change implemented. Now, to find out more about what's in store, I'm joined by David Heffernan. He's the president of the New South Wales Pharmacy Guild. David, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So a big week for your members um, with the ban coming into force across the country on Thursday. You have been fighting it. Uh, is, are you asking for an extension? Are you still trying to fight it? Uh, yeah, look, we'll continue to um, look for the common sense middle ground on this issue um yeah so so going on through the year we'll be going to the new south wales health minister brad hazard who where the states are responsible for the scheduling of medicines and we'll be looking for an exception to the schedule where pharmacists can continue to supply um coding containing products for patients who need it for acute pain only and now this was the campaign targeting Brad Hazard, urging him to allow the three-day dosages to be sold over the counter at, at pharmacies, basically to tide people over when they haven't been able to get a script. Have you had um, much support for that from other MPs? Oh, very much so. I mean, look, when you speak to them in person, when you speak to people on the street, um, even other doctors, many people, nearly everyone you speak to apart from um, the vocal doctors groups and um, the federal health minister himself, everyone just seems to think that it's a, a bit of a sledgehammer approach. And, and, and we're looking for a more of a, a middle ground solution where people who, you know, can't get to see the doctor, who are working, who are probably in discomfort from minor ailments like your toothache, like a migraine, like a period pain, they can continue to get these medicines because there isn't anything, as far as the medicine goes, available for them over the counter that may be effective as these products. From uh, from the first, the computer real-time tracking system that pharmacists use to keep track of those who buy the codeine products to basically stop them buying large quantities from multiple chemists. That goes offline. Do doctors have a similar system or could we now just see people go from GP to GP to get multiple scripts? Yeah, so as it stands, the doctors do not have a similar system. Uh, there is, it was a very effective system. It'll be switched off about 10pm on the 31st um, and Yes, look, that, this is a system that we implemented because when people have a problem 
if they're addicted to codeine, you know, we, we go off the information that they tell us. Just like when you go to a doctor, you know, the communication, there's no blood test that, that transpires or anything like that to diagnose that you're in pain. It's the, the conversation you have. And, and when people are in trouble with an addiction to, to an opioid, they, will, they can move from place to place. And we brought this in so we could sort of see if you got it, if you got it here in Sydney, and then the next day you went down to Melbourne and went into a pharmacy and asked for it again, it would come up to say, look, you know, you've had this you know, already. Mm. Is there a reason why? And, and you could start that conversation. And, and this was designed because we, 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 we knew there was a problem with a small amount of people who um, may have a problem with a codeine addiction. And, or an opioid addiction, I should say, and we we, we designed this system to to help those and identify those. And so it would be, we, we, we would have a foolproof system where we could have people who could continue to seek medicine for legitimate uses, but also address those with a problem. Mm. And and when it comes to that number, six hundred thousand Australians abusing low dose codeine, is that claim what what you're seeing? Do you agree with the number? Well, I, I don't know where they get that number. It's a pretty big number, and it's I guess there was a study that talked about misuse of um, prescription medicine, and misuse can mean missing a dose or accidentally taking a dose. It doesn't necessarily mean abuse. That number, yeah, to say that 600,000 are misusing it, uh, it, it's a bit of a stretch from what I can see from the data available. Um, what we saw is that with our system, um, I think there were over 10 million, over 11 million recordings of sales with our Mentasys real-time monitoring. Um, it actually caused a reduction in the sales of codeine by 15% across all pharmacies in Australia, which means that those who were using Medassist, the real-time monitoring system, had a reduction even higher than 15%. And that was probably indicative of a levelling out and identifying of the problem and pharmacists doing their job in identifying that, you know, you don't really need this. Mm. You know, and there could be a problem in addressing the issue. Some of the data they're getting too is is, is very old, um, and none of it, no data available, um, has been able to show any results from the Medassist, okay. apart from our Medassist data that the Pharmacy Guild has. So you are still trying to get some some leniency there, but in, essentially this is coming in on the first. Do you expect right. pharmacists to be on, on the front line of this change? Do you think there'll be some patients unaware and perhaps upset uh, when they realise standing there in the pharmacy that they can't get the product they used to get? Oh, there's no doubt. This, this decision's been met with a lot of anger from the public and we are getting a lot of reports of um, some angry people um, yeah, and unfortunately, some pharmacists have had it taken out on themselves. But already before and, before the ban even came yeah, into force. Yes, 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 yeah, that's right. And and we're Seems we're a bit concerned of that, but but we are prepared. We've been um, preparing ourselves for some time. This was announced in December 2016, mm. just before Christmas, and um, so we've been ready, getting ready for the decision. But yeah, there definitely are people who still aren't that aware, um, and if they do come in for their 
you know, they, 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 the people who legitimately use it are going to lose out. So, and the people who legitimately use these products don't use them often. And and it's that convenience, you know. I'm getting this migraine. You know, you're stressed at work. Um, you may get recurring migraines, and these products work for you. The fact that when you go to the chemist now and you say, "Look, sorry, you have to go to see a doctor." Yeah, that's where we will get some continued um, angry patients. Okay, David. Well, thank you so much for your time. Good luck uh, to you and your members this week as these changes come in. No, thank you. Thank you. That's David Heffin in there, the New South Wales Pharmacy Guild President. 131873. Let me know if it'll impact you. Keen to hear from those who are affected by the ban. Are you concerned? Or maybe you've got a plan. Maybe you'll be booking an appointment with the GP so you have the script ready just in case, or maybe you'll be stockpiling. Let me know, 131873.